Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Twin Bed Talks. It's your girl Diamond. I know it's been a minute. Look, I know it's been a minute, but so much has happened, especially in 2020, and I'm literally just trying to figure everything out. I'm, you know, handling my business. I started school in a new location. I went through the process of moving. My life has changed like so many different times in so many different directions and I definitely want to make a podcast episode about my overall college experience you know ever since I started this podcast my freshman year of college at A&T my life has drastically changed I've definitely began this transformational spiritual journey and I want to tell you guys all about it I have so many different episodes lined up, so many different topics I would like to talk about, but today I just wanted to use this day to reflect on the events of 2020, definitely one of the craziest years in modern American history, definitely the craziest, most eventful year of my life. Um, 2020 definitely actually, you know, boosted me on my spiritual journey or just it's revealed so much to me that just confirmed like yes you are on a mission you are here for a reason this is what the world is like so um I definitely wanted to get into what I learned in 2020 and what I can take away from that knowledge and bring into the new year 2021 because at this point I'm moving totally different after everything that I've seen everything I've experienced and felt I'm definitely moving different so I just wanted to reflect on what the hell was that like what did I walk into because I wasn't expecting all that I'm just gonna rewind back to just January 2020 no you know I will actually rewind to the end of 2019 because 2019 was rough for me. I don't know about anyone else, but 2019 was rough. And towards the end, I had a very rude introduction to how I was going to enter this new year. At the end of 2019, going into 2020, everything just, I definitely had a tower moment. Everything was breaking down. My stepbrother, who I was very close to and who lots of people were very close to, who was the glue of our family, he unfortunately passed away and lost his battle to cancer. And that really broke me. Just the whole process of seeing him deteriorate. That really broke me. Um, I definitely don't want to, you know, emotionally dump or like ruin your mood while listening to this but that is something that was a major catalyst to my healing and spiritual journey because it hit me like a pile of bricks it really did and not to mention right before losing him my biological father was sent to prison so it's like okay the two the only two males in my life that love me they're gone they're not here I don't have access to them anymore I can't call my stepdad for advice anymore 
I had just seen my biological father not too long before hearing the news that he was locked up. And it was crazy because when I saw him, that was a transformational moment for me. When I went to see him and the rest of my family in Florida, that was where my business idea was sparked. My idea to start a jewelry making business where I wrap crystals and that has been so amazing for me. That definitely helped me through the grief process. I started the jewelry making business um, December of 2019 and that definitely has been a healer for me and to see the success of that was you know it was amazing to see that out of darkness flowers can bloom but I want to do this in chronological order so let me just stay on topic so yeah it was just crazy how everything in my life was sort of clearing out like all of my relationships were clearing out. I had to withdraw from A&T because of my situation at home, because of my stepfather's illness and my family needing my help. So that was a terrible moment for me just realizing, okay, I can't have a normal four-year college experience at this HBCU that I thought was my dream college. You know, a lot of things that I thought were true and authentic to me were not that's what I began realizing even before 2020 like everything is not as it seems you don't really want to be in this major you really want to be in this you don't really you know want to follow this sort of religion like Christianity I started getting away from that I definitely started becoming more spiritual delving into different you know mystical mysterious maybe occult ways of thinking and that's how I began finding my authentic self but on top of finding my authentic self I had to really step up when it came to responsibility my personal responsibility had to step up I couldn't have the fun that I thought I was gonna have you know it was a very serious time to you know focus on what's going on at home and what I can do to help. I was taking online classes. I um, got a job at an ice cream place. I was just not surrounded by any friends whatsoever. I was just at home, at work, and that's it. There was no friends around. Everyone's having fun at college. No one can relate to what I'm going through. No one's suffering. And it was just a very isolating feeling. That's the energy that I was bringing into 2020. However, like, in a way, my mood was lightening because although my loss and my grief was heavy and disturbing for me, I found ways to escape. And to not ignore what happened, but in a way it was sort of, it was sort of just pushing away what happened when a male counterpart came into my life right as everything was breaking down. In retrospect, um, 
I definitely do not recommend getting into a romantic relationship when you are not emotionally stable or when you're going through family problems, financial problems, or any sort of problems that require you to deal with it alone, it's definitely going to be hard to be in a healthy relationship while so much is happening, especially when that person knows a lot is happening to you because that could be an opportunity for someone to take advantage of you. Just forewarning that. But yes, I entered 2020 fresh with grief and confusion. And in this relationship that I knew was not authentic to me, I knew this was not my soulmate. I knew this was not really going to work out as boyfriend, girlfriend. I knew he was not my type. But I wanted an escape because I didn't want to feel the burden of all of those heavy emotions. But 2020 was the year that's like, no, no, honey, you're not escaping. You're facing the reality. And I started realizing this wasn't just a message for me. This was a message for all of humanity. Literally everyone's waking up and getting slapped in the face like, hello, here's darkness. This is going to be your new friend for the year. Because as soon as 2020 started, as soon as, just right after I lost my stepfather, we hear this horrific news of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and another um, family in a horrific helicopter accident. Like, it was just terrible. Like, how does this happen? It's Kobe Bryant. You know, we, we never really hear much negative news or just celebrity deaths. That It's just not, it wasn't that common. But 2020, it was very common. It was very, it just seemed like every single month something bad happened. Every single month there was just, here's a new thing to worry about. Here's a new thing to fear. But of course, we, we didn't know much about the pandemic at this time. January 2020. And I believe at the time... We might have um, saw in the news the, the virus spreading in Wuhan. But, like, we thought nothing of it. We are just like, oh, that's, that's too bad. I hope they get over it. And we saw them with the face mask. And little did I know it was going to spread here. So moving on to February, I'm still holding on to a shitty relationship, still wanting male. I still wanted love love from a male figure because I didn't have that in my life because I was still fresh with grief I was still processing I was still trying to escape and finding that comfort wherever I could and I definitely wanted to hold on to him through different holidays like Christmas and bringing in the new year and of course Valentine's Day and it was around this time that more truths were getting revealed about not only my unsatisfaction in this connection, but there was more of the virus spreading. Like, I remember just hearing more news about it, and, you know, I remember just seeing more videos from just woke YouTubers like, this is the time. America's, you know, the Matrix is being revealed. Do you want to take the red or the blue pill? And I'm like, I definitely want to take the red pill because if there's something that I need to know, I want to know it. I don't want to be blind to my reality. 
I chose to know the truth. And the truth just slowly yet surely began revealing itself as 2020 progressed and as COVID-19 introduced itself into our society. And we saw President Trump's reaction. And uh, President Trump is just... That's a topic for another day. Clearly, we have an unfit leader in office ignoring the cruciality of this public health crisis and just playing it off as something that's not serious and not worth, you know, putting a lot of effort into. And it's crazy because the United States has actually prepared for public health crisis so it's really absurd that we were so unprepared and just so nonchalant about this whole thing when in 2001 literally two decades ago the United States the Center for Strategic and International Studies they hosted a literal like pandemic simulation game to prepare the government, national security, hospitals, and such to be able to handle, if it were to happen, this was the simulation was made to be able to handle a public health crisis and respond properly and see like what happens if you don't respond properly, what, what's going to happen. And, you know, A lot of higher-ups were there. A lot of people in the CDC. um, There was, you know, different people in military and political office, political roles. um, You know, as I said earlier, national security. Like, there was just a lot of people there. A lot of people knew about Operation Dark Winter. A lot of people saw this simulation, and they saw the results of this simulation of a um, virus that starts in an isolated place in a small population, ends up spreading across the entire planet, creating a very serious epidemic, or in this case, a pandemic. And the results were literally exactly what happened in 2020. Mass pandemonium, mass chaos, People freaking selling out of toilet paper. How how do we sell out of toilet paper and wipe the entire shelves clean? Like, that's... It was ridiculous. It just felt like mass pandemonium. And at one point, we were just all confused. Like, do we wear a mask or do we not? So for a while, no one was wearing a mask. We don't even know what's going on. The information is all over the place. The CDC is saying one thing. The president's saying another thing. Like, who do we listen to? Then we started just being afraid of hugging people. I remember just, I saw, 2020 started setting in for me when I was at Hobby Lobby getting materials for my jewelry. And I saw one of my teachers from high school, and it was a pleasure seeing her. So, of course, like, I'm excited to see her. And I I reached my arms out to give her a hug, and we both stopped and made made a hug because it's like, oh, we're in a pandemic. We can't hug. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then we start seeing the stores transform with these glass panels and the tape on the floor. And, like, 
now people are afraid of each other. We literally have been conditioned to fear each other in our own communities. Just going to the store is like this huge process, you know, don't touch the handles. Just keep your mask on tight. Don't touch anything. Just be in and out. And as soon as you get in your car, just scrub, scrub, scrub with sanitizer. And it's just stressful living like that. But that was our reality. 2020. Uh, I don't even know, man. The first half, like January through March, that was when it was starting up. Like, January through April. And it just intensified over time. And with the lockdown, that was definitely very... It was very unexpected, but I will say that what I learned in 2020 with the lockdown and having to be isolated and not being around a lot of people like that, having to take off work, and just stay to myself, that helped me. That definitely helped me come back to me and realize some things. Like, I will definitely say isolation is a healer. And having to separate from the outside world and take time to go within is very healing. And I'm thankful for that small window of opportunity to just stay to myself And just stay out the way so I can, like, start getting back to me. Because I definitely, I remember I started journaling. I was watching lots of different informative videos and documentaries such as Plandemic. Understanding how this whole virus, this was not a naturally occurring thing at all. Like, as I mentioned with Operation Dark Winter, this country had everything it needed to prepare for a global health crisis. Just like it seems like many other countries have prepared and responded very swiftly. And now they're able to return to normal. But that's not the case for America. We have the highest cases, the highest amount of cases on the globe, on the entire planet. Death rate is increasing by the second. And it's just a mess out here. It really is a mess. And it was, it's definitely an agenda. I believe this was not a naturally occurring virus. I believe that this country was ill-prepared to handle this. I believe that if we had a president or a presidential administration that was not Trump's and was well-prepared to handle this, then we probably would not have masks on today. But it is what it is, and everything happens for a reason, and we are living through this experience for a reason. But I will say, I appreciated that small window of opportunity to be still, because it seemed like nature needed that. It seemed like nature was healing from human activity, from the lack of human activity. Um, And again, I'm very appreciative of that time, because it also increased my sensitivity and empathy. Because I realized that, you know, I'm not the only person that has gone through grief and loss. Now the entire planet, everyone's losing their loved ones, their friends. And I can empathize with them. I'm connected to them. I understand their grief. 
And at this point, I was just focused on, you know, doing my part to stay safe, keep myself safe and keep others safe because I didn't want to be, I didn't want any parts of this, this virus or anything. And um, the theme of death was just very extremely prominent. 2020, (laughs) death had its day. Like, yo, even more celebrity deaths were coming with Naya Rivera literally drowning in a lake. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why is everything so, like, horrific and dark? And then, like, don't even get me started. Just leading up to summer, that was when, like, the chaos had reached its peak. Summer 2020 was the darkest time of my experience being in America to the point where, like, I was so anxious and just overwhelmed with emotion, especially being an empath. Like, it's hard to see that during a time where we're supposed to be healing, we're supposed to be in the house, we're supposed to be staying safe, the police decide to have a planned, I believe this was definitely a planned display of violence against a black individual rest in peace George Floyd you started an entire revolution you sparked something within the entire nation that let us know you know what we're not having this shit we were literally supposed to be in the house safe and then we see a public display a public execution of another black innocent man And they didn't stop at him. That's the thing. They didn't stop at him. It seems as if it was very still for a while. And then once that happened, police just had a field day. A freaking field day. And just had free reign to do whatever they want. I kept, after George Floyd, I just kept hearing about new names, new hashtags, new death of my people. During a pandemic, all 50 states protested against the same cause and nothing happened in response. I cannot make this shit up. Summer 2020, that that was like the peak of the chaos for me. Like, okay, we're, we're in the Hunger Games or something. Like, what's going on? This is war. This is war against my people during a pandemic like how are hospitals underfunded right now but you're funding but this country has enough money to fund the police with military tanks tear gas rubber bullets and everything else to kill protesters and arrest them but then hospitals don't have enough masks enough beds like this country's priorities is so twisted and fucked up That's definitely what it showed me. And it was to the point where I just couldn't be on social media anymore. Like, it was too much for me. I could not be on social media. I was stressed. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't really handle it. It was a lot. And at that point, I just, I detached from social media. Because basically, I'm the type that I'm... When things like this happen, I will spread knowledge. I want to spread knowledge. I want to express myself and say how wrong this all is. 
but I just when things started picking up I couldn't keep responding to everything like really I'm gonna make a post every single day about a new dead black individual who's innocent and deserves to live are you kidding me like I just couldn't handle that and I ended up writing a poem just to remind myself of some positivity and I'm really thankful that I did that and you know what I just pulled it up I I might go ahead and you know say it at the end it's basically a mantra I'll say it at the end of this episode but yeah the um ongoing death was the highlight of 2020 like 2020 was the year of clear vision the veil was lifted to show us the truth of the reality that we're living in and it's a dark reality it's a very corrupt reality it's a reality we're living in a country in a system that's built off genocide hatred death slavery like it's it's not this was never like some normal country that settlers decided to just start up this was we're living on stolen land and modern day slave patrols are running around here doing whatever they want and president trump has minions that support the death of people who are just protesting for human rights and here in 2020 20 no here in 2021 january 6 2021 just six days into the new year you know i was just talking about summer 2020 and how literally it was just war war on melanated people who are just speaking up for their right to live all hell broke loose people were killed and arrested with no hesitation but january 6 2021 trump supporters were allowed to raid the capital building of the united states untouched after an entire war was broken out on my people to the point where police officers were pointing guns at babies throwing tear gas at children who just want to understand why their father couldn't make it home who just want to understand why they can't live in a country that respects them and grants them their basic human god-given right to be alive but this country is always preaching about under god under god under god there's nothing godly about this it's blatantly obvious who the police work for because how can you have military tanks going through residential neighborhoods where protesters peaceful protesters at that are literally just saying hey i deserve to be alive or just taking a knee people who have just taken a knee on a regular residential area have been arrested beat up punched injured like i've saw so many i've seen so many injuries from protesters to the point where it scared me and i didn't want to go protest because um i was in the middle of moving to another city and it's like i don't want to risk my life after we just lost someone very close i don't want to risk my life i couldn't even i was too scared to just stand outside and hold a sign like that's all i had to do but it's like these police are so unpredictable 
But they weren't unpredictable when white supremacist Trump supporters raided the Capitol building, bursted inside, stole mail from Nancy Pelosi, kicked up their heels in someone's desk. Like, yo, you're not supposed to be there, first of all. Regular residents are not supposed to break into the Capitol building. That's a federal crime. You're not supposed to break the freaking window of the Capitol building just because your stupid-ass white supremacist president didn't get elected. Did anyone do that? Did any of us do that when Trump got elected? And it was actually proven that he was elected on, like, rigged voter results, and that was the reason why he was almost impeached. But we don't want to talk about that, though. We don't want to talk about that, though. But y'all, suddenly, when he doesn't get it, that's when you think it's impeached. No, I mean, that's when you think it's rigged. No, it was rigged when he got in. He He's not even supposed to be here. And I'm so thankful that we got him the fuck out of here because I just, I couldn't deal with that. I really couldn't deal with that. But let me stay on track. Like, 2020 was just, it was an eye-opener. It helped me realize where I am on this spiritual journey, and I'm definitely... I saw how much of an impact that I am. I saw that I'm someone that's living in a grieving nation and there's something that I need to do about it. I need to use my voice. I need to spread positivity, knowledge, and just lend a hand. And I understood the importance of taking care of myself. I understood the importance of putting me first. Because any of us can be gone in a second. And I don't want to squander this life away on relationships that don't matter or, you know, feed too much of my energy into this whole matrix, which is like creating this fear mongering society and affecting our consciousness and aiming to keep us low. I definitely had to learn how to separate from that. Um,. I definitely had to learn how to let go. 2020 was really all about just just let go of everything you ever were, everything you ever knew, because this this whole thing is resetting, especially with the great conjunction happening on December 21st. That was a symbol of global reset. We've seen the grief. We've seen that clearly this country has a big karmic lesson to learn. Because I also did a lot of research on American history um, in 2020. I saw a documentary called Out of Shadows, if you guys want to watch that. Um, Just revealing all the dirty laundry of the Hollywood elites of America. And just the elaborate, pedophilic, satanic influence that runs rampant through this country how hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of children go missing annually and they're never recovered in this country alone. And it's like, where do those children go? And it turns out a lot of these people in higher places are responsible for literally harvesting children, harvesting their blood, being pedophiles, having rituals in the woods, worshiping Satan. Like, I really just started realizing, like, 2020 revealed to me like I'm not just here just 
you know, prancing around out of nowhere, like, la-da-da-da-da, you know, just a normal girl, nah, nothing about this is normal, this is very, there's some supernatural undertones to what's going on, it helped me understand we are definitely in spiritual warfare, we're in spiritual warfare, and this is not how humans are supposed to live, we're very uncomfortable in this state, With all this evil running rampant around the globe, we're very uncomfortable here. And it's it's shown through the skyrocketing death toll, the skyrocketing suicide toll of 2020. People could not survive this heavy grief. It was very, very heavy grief. It wasn't just you know, some isolated event where one bad thing happens. It was literally just everything horrible is happening. And people couldn't handle it. Our spirit is not meant to be, you know, constantly traumatized like this. Constantly surrounded by bad news. Constantly losing people. Not even having enough money to feed your family. While during a pandemic, celebrities can travel to private islands. Like, we're living in two different worlds. We're living in two different Americas. And there's definitely spiritual warfare between the normal, everyday citizens living in this country and the higher-ups that control much of what happens on this planet. The small group of global elites that are responsible for maintaining this power gap, maintaining this structure. Because, see, this is definitely a system that's being ran, like a well-oiled machine. There's a reason why incarceration rates are the way they are. There's a reason why there's a certain face that is always behind some police's gun. There's a reason why we're still protesting about the same thing that our ancestors were protesting about. There's a reason for all of this. And it's a power struggle where evil wants to win. Evil forces want to continue to control us, control our mental state, control our well-being, keep us as cogs in the wheel as obedient citizens, keep things the way they are. We're not meant to wake up to our power and realize, oh, I was being lied to, manipulated, and controlled. This country actually is not a utopia. This country is actually evil, and it always has been evil. There was nothing great about this country. When our president keeps saying, and his followers keep saying, make America great again, make America great again, when was it great? Are you talking about when white people thought they were supreme beings over the genetically superior children of the sun? Is that what y'all thought greatness was? True greatness is in a society is when people are happy and healthy and have what they need to survive. Greatness is not division. Greatness is aligned with the laws of the universe, the laws of divine oneness, realizing we're all connected. There is no human 
that is supreme over anyone else, especially not a Caucasian, over, you know, the literally most ancient bloodline on the planet. Why are we targeted like this? Why are we such a threat? Why are we so hated when this country would not survive without melanated people walking around? Y'all need us. We're supply. We're narcissistic supply to fuel your ego. You need us. 2020, man. It was it, it was a time for a new beginning. I needed to go ahead and get out of Georgia. I had to go ahead and get out of a relationship that wasn't working for me. I had to go ahead and start realizing my true purpose and get rid of the distractions and my shadow was revealed along with America's shadow being revealed it was like what was going on in my internal world was reflected in the external so as the world was falling apart there was bits and pieces in my world that were falling apart I'll go back to the shadows though but yeah, that's a major thing. My shadow being revealed along with America's shadow being revealed. It was just darkness coming to light. The the side of me that harbors negativity, jealousy, rage, resentment, that came out. It definitely came out. My rumination was revealed to me, my rumination on things that are not here anymore, things that have failed. I was definitely grieving not only the loss of my father, but the ending of a relationship that I knew wasn't good for me, but I was still grieving it because it's like, damn, why can't this work out? Why can't I just be loved? Even in my darkest moments, why can't I just be loved? Why is that so hard for people? And I realized, you know, I can't rely or depend on other people to love me or understand me, especially when they've shown me from jump that they're not capable of that or they're not interested in that. I have to listen to people the first time. I have to set boundaries. Otherwise, I'm just going to build up this hatred for not listening to myself. And you know, I wasn't proud of being a mean-spirited person to this person, but it was all part of the grieving process. It was all part of me figuring myself out and figuring out what I want and what I don't want. And that was just a part of it. My shadow is simply, it's me. It's the wounded parts of me. It's the rejected parts of me. It's the part of me that is the black sheep of the family. It's it's the part of me that is not the golden child. It's the part of me that has anger and repressed childhood trauma and, you know, it's the wounded feminine energy, the dark yin, dark yin energy. 
definitely my scorpionic side that stings when I'm hurting as a defense. That was revealed to me. And once that was revealed to me, I chose to forgive myself and ask for forgiveness. I chose to release all of the negativity that was harboring and weighing heavy on my heart because I did not want to bring that into the new year. I did different rituals under the moon, under full moon, new moon. Yes, please release this from my heart. Please release this. Shadow work, for me, I just, I had to see it first. I had to understand, okay, what is my shadow? Because I'm not always this happy-go-lucky, positive person. I'm capable of being angry and hurt. I'm capable of having a side to me that is not, you know, this love and light person. But I cannot reject this side or ignore this side because it is me. And so I forgive myself and I choose to alchemize that energy, transmute that energy into forgiveness, love, and healing. I invited that into my life so that my shadow can be integrated into my whole self. So that my shadow is not something that I have to lie about, lie about its existence or pretend it's not there. It's she's someone that I carry with me. And whenever her emotions come up that give me anxiety or anger, I just remind myself like, you're okay, you're safe. Here's how we get through this. And I just feel like if I'm able to do shadow work and I'm able to point out where it is that I'm not showing up the best for myself or I'm hurting myself or hurting others, then I feel like this country should be able to do the same. Because this country has a very long, dark history and a karmic lesson to learn about how to treat people how to disperse power, how to know your limits as leadership, like what's too far? Because humans, we're, we have all the capability to govern ourselves, especially us adults. Like I'm an adult. I don't need the government running me or influencing me through media to buy certain things or to think a certain way or behave a certain way. I don't need the government influencing my consciousness or infringing with my freedom. That's where the line is drawn. And 2020 just really revealed that so many lines have been crossed and there's a lot wrong with this world, but what do you do with it? Where do you fall in? Because we survived one of the craziest years. We survived Trump's presidency. We survived the first round of this pandemic. And I'm thankful. I'm forever grateful. And I use that opportunity to work hard, to work even harder than I've ever had before. I ended up doing well in school. You know, I went from freshman year being on an academic probation to my 
that was my sophomore year, getting a 3.7 GPA. You know, 2020, despite the, the craziness, it pushed me beyond what I thought my limits were. It made me understand how resilient I am and how my voice is needed through this time because humans are going through a collective shift of global consciousness and we're realizing life is not supposed to be lived like this. This is not healthy. People are dying. Our leadership is corrupt. I'm not happy and I just I have the God-given right to be happy. You have the God-given right to live and be happy and have everything you need to survive. You didn't ask to be here. Someone brought you into this world. And I feel as if they should have the resources to be able to provide for you. If not, there should be other resources that can give you what you need. Twenty twenty showed me that this really is sort of like an apocalypse where the truth of nature, the illusions, that's getting broken down. The truth is going to be revealed. This world is evil. There's influences from, I feel like, lower frequencies. You know, as above, so below, so below as above. I feel like there's something happening below that's influencing how people behave on this current plane. But I also feel like there's angelic influences from above that are guiding us, that are bringing souls into, you know, another region. I feel as if the veil between the physical world and the spiritual world is thinning. And that spiritual communication is getting louder because we are in spiritual warfare. The devil and satanic influences want to claim the souls of lots of humans. They want us to feed into the fear of this pandemic. They want us to live our life in vain. Whether we die from COVID or die from getting shot by the police. Or just take our own lives because we can't bear the stress. This is what the evil forces want. They want us disconnected. They want us in a constantly us versus them mentality. They don't want us to remember that we are connected. We are one. They don't want us thinking like that. But the golden age is here. The age of Aquarius is here. People are here on a mission. Our existence is not random. We are not, not all of us are new souls. Some of us knew what we were getting into right before we came here. That's why we came here the exact date that we came. That's why we have this certain level of knowledge that is influential for other people and healing for other people. And it should be spread because, like, this is a time going down in history books. This is nothing to take lightly. Your life is so precious. Anyone infringing on that is not for you. Whether it's the government, 
the president or some shitty guy, you know, anyone infringing on your freedom and your happiness is not for you. With that being said, now that I've survived, I know what it is that I need to focus on. I know what can't come with me on this journey because I know this journey, this journey is serious. This is about responsibility. This is about helping humanity. At least my journey is as a life path nine. Because I know what I, what my soul has gone through so far as a human. And I know what the collective is going through. Just from living in America is a traumatizing experience. Like, I get it. I'm understanding trauma. I'm understanding how to heal in practical ways. I'm understanding just how to survive and how to find that light through all the darkness. And I'm definitely taking it upon myself to expand this podcast because there is so much that I want to talk about. I want people to hear my voice. Like, I want to help someone. And teach someone. And as I am improving myself and refining myself, I believe I will be able to efficiently do that. Um, and yeah, this is only the beginning. You know, there's lots of problems in this country. I see that we are not all granted the same lifestyle. We are not all granted the same privilege. This world is not fair, but the thing is, it doesn't have to be. The people in power, the powers that be, anyone who is capable of controlling mass populations, they need to be checked because we're not being led into a good direction. We're not being a productive, forward-moving society. We're stuck in old patterns on a collective and individual level. So I really took it upon myself to fix my old patterns, and I'm sure there's still some things that I have to, you know, improve on, but I definitely began that journey of just self-improvement and being being useful, being used as a vessel for God's light. And I, if I want to really accept that journey of being a vessel for God's light, I have to let go of many things. And so I'm accepting that, and... I just gained so much knowledge in 2020 about myself and the world around me, and it's helping me navigate this whole thing better. I'll tell you, understanding your purpose really does change the game. Understanding that you're not just an observer, you are the co-creator of your reality. We're living in multiverses. You know, you can create whatever reality you want. So... Make it a good one, you know? This last year was a time of shock because we're seeing a lot of things that we may have not known was possible. I didn't know that just one little droplet of a virus that started in a country so far away could change my life and everyone's life around me. I'm starting to realize like how impactful just everything is, how connected we all are. This is definitely a collective journey. We're all learning together. No matter what 
age we are, we are all connected just by being here in this country and witnessing how crazy things are. I know I've been talking for almost an hour, so I'm going to try to wrap it up. Um, I'm just going to wrap it up with just some numerology. I'm reading my notes right now. I wrote a lot. Um, I just want you all to understand like the numerology of last year compared to 2021 so you can understand how the energy has shifted. So 2020 was a universal four year. Four derived from just the two twos in 2020 equaling four and the vibration of four is about visualization like we said earlier 2020 vision that means seeing clearly definitely was about visualizing and physically seeing for yourself this is the truth this is the truth of your reality this is the truth of you this is you people have been quarantining not able to talk to anybody having to face themselves when you face yourself, that's how you become self-aware. You need to face all parts of yourself. Your shadow, the ugly, the good, the bad, all of it. Your strengths, your weaknesses. Self-awareness is how you're able to clearly visualize and clearly see. You need that in order to move on to the next level. There is major shifts that took place. Life will never be the same. We are never returning to our old earth. Power structures are changing. Human consciousness is changing. We are trying to create a new world. I'm not going back to that world. I'm not going back to my old self that was naive, unaware, in a sleep-like, zombie-like state. I'm not going back to that girl who was afraid to use my voice. Now I'm gaining confidence. I've spent so much time with myself, I'm confident now. I know who I am now, and no one can knock me off of that. I know what role I play in this society. I know I'm a humanitarian. I know I'm an empath. I know I'm a light worker and a shadow worker. Because you need the darkness in order to see the light. I know that I'm capable of many things. I'm creative. I I can sing, I can do many things and they need to be, they need to go ahead and get done. Because I don't want to be 30 years old regretting not going after my dream. And I don't want anyone else doing that either. Like, now is the time. Whatever you want to do, whatever project you wanted to start, whatever you're good at, go ahead and do it. Because time is so precious and so unexpected. Your life is not promised. Go ahead and do what you love. Because this this whole earth and consciousness and everything is shifting. Everything is shifting. You know, four is also a time for course correction. What I mean by course correction is when you see clearly, you can see that if you're not on the right path. You can see if you're making actions that are not aligned with what you want to manifest into your life. Course correction is noticing, okay, that's not the path for me. That's not the relationship for me. That's not the habit for me. That's not the type of person I want to be. Let me let me change some things around because this is not working. It was a time for moving wisely, making wiser choices. You know, we had to move wisely. 
now that there's a global pandemic, we have to be wise about who we surround ourselves with, where we go. I haven't been to a party. I've seen many people go to clubs with no masks, parties all year long. I haven't been doing that because I care about my health. And I've made changes to my health and I've isolated myself. And I'm okay with that. However long I got to do it, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Trust me, I don't. I really, I want this to go ahead and wrap up because I'm getting tired of this. Because this is taking away from my youth. And I feel like, that's why I feel like I'm getting like such an older soul. Because it's like, okay, they took me away from my youth for about two years. And I'm just going into this old soul, realizing what it is that needs to be done. What matters, what my priorities are. And how to move going on in the future. Four represents grounding, planning, taking step-by-step, day-by-day processes. And that's really what it was because it was tough getting through 2020. I commend all of you. If you're still listening to this an hour in, I commend you for making it this far. You survived a tough storm. You are a warrior and you are here for a reason. I want you to remember that because I know how hard it was to just keep waking up. You're getting, (laughs) I remember just seeing so many different memes like day 412. I don't even, I don't even know what day it is, but it's just like living life on a continuous loop, not really being aware of time because it just seems like there's not much that you can do anyways. Time is just going on and on and on and it just seems like life is still crazy. Like, Like, what is going on right now? It felt so confusing. And we really got through it. And we were able to accomplish some things. And I'm thankful. Or even if you didn't feel like you accomplished anything. Like, this wasn't a year for everybody to, you know, be an entrepreneur or stack up on lots of money. Like, not everyone did that. Some people were just trying to survive and put food on the table. You are enough. You know, you did enough just for making it alive this wasn't 2020 was not a year for everyone to you know just suddenly see all these just increases in their life and just work super duper hard like some people were exhausted and needed rest so if you use that time to rest and ground yourself then you you were aligned with that four energy but it was also a time of goal setting and going within and getting prepared for this year you know we had that pandemic I'm actually thankful for it because that was like it was just downtime like everything's just down right now you nothing's you're not really pressed to do too much in 2020 we wasn't really like the normal way of living was not expected of us that's a blessing you know because that was time to like slow down, reflect, recharge, have a plan of action, you know, pay attention to things that we may not have paid attention to before. Like, it was good for that, definitely good for that. Um, And lastly, it was just a year for breaking down barriers, seeing reality for what it was. After you see things for what it is, you replan, you shift, you rest, you recharge. And yeah, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of people going hard in the gym or doing at-home workouts. And many people just, you know, changing for the better. That's that's what it was all about, you know. 
it was a time to just like, yo, your life is changing. Just slow down for a sec. Look around you. Take it easy. And just, you know, respond to it in your own way. For me, during the universal four year, I was having a, I had my personal three year. And three represents mind expansion, which is aligned with the four energy of just visualizing. I definitely saw clearly and my mind expanded so big. I watched so many documentaries, just getting, gathering all this information, all these conspiracy theories that actually <laughs> definitely are true, most likely. Learned about American history, learned about, you know, the snaky side of America that shouldn't be trusted. I definitely became very anti-American more than I ever was before because I don't like what this country represents. The veil was lifted to show me my strengths, my weaknesses, my attachment style, my habits, my thought processes, and it revealed the world that I was living in which showed me my role and, you know, what what can I do with this? Now that I know this is a corrupt society, what can I do with this? I'm definitely not going to be another cog in the wheel. I'm definitely going to do something, you know, that's aligned with my sole purpose. I did lots of journaling, research, studying. I became very engaged with psychology, understanding myself, understanding humans. I definitely want to make more. I think I want to go ahead and make this podcast like psychology themed because I'm learning it and I'm learning very useful concepts and I don't want it to just be in vain. Like there's many different psychology topics that I really want to share because I feel like mental health tools are needed during these unprecedented times. Definitely is needed. Um, I ended up just being way creative super creative, expanded my business, made a YouTube video titled 2020, The Year the Truth Becomes Unveiled. You know, I've never considered doing YouTube before, but I felt called to just go ahead and make that video, go ahead and write that poem, go ahead and, you know, expand that business. Like, I really, I really tried last year. As my mind expanded, I started seeing that there really are endless possibilities. You know, um... I did lots of reflection, gathered lots of information, intellectualized everything, and, you know, used my knowledge for good. And now 2021, the year has shifted to, from gathering knowledge to applying it. Applying knowledge to me, that's real wisdom. Because not only do you know but you've changed after what you know. Like the information you received has changed you. So the numerology of 2021, 2021 is a personal five, or no, not a personal, a universal five year. Just adding two plus two plus one is five. That's all it is. And the vibration of five represents adventure, personal freedom, expansion, sensuality and I think this is associated with Jupiter moving into Aquarius oh I should have made a separate video explaining the great conjunction but I'll just say Jupiter represents expansion Saturn represents limitations the Jupiter Saturn conjunction basically represents that 
the golden age is coming, life is shifting because these structures are being challenged. We're challenging ourselves on an individual level, seeing where we're hindering ourselves and blocking our own blessings. But we're also seeing how the structures that we reside in are limiting our freedom, blocking us from Jupiter's blessings. So you see, that's what this this whole energy of just being alive right now, especially in America. But I'm sure like there's similar problems around the globe. But just me as an African-American woman living in this country, I see like, yeah, this is wrong. I'm not about to keep dealing with this because you're blocking me now. At this point, you're blocking me from experiencing true freedom. But that this five year, I think 2021 has some positivity in store. Because like I said, it's just about this, this newfound freedom. We're freeing our minds collectively. We don't have to feed into this matrix anymore. We can enjoy this life even through a pandemic. We can safely have fun. I feel like we'll be finding different ways to enjoy our life and, you know, get out into nature, go hiking, find community. I feel like there's ways to be safe and find peace and happiness through all of this. Like, you don't have to be this fearful person that's locked in your house and you just can't enjoy life. Like, no, life is meant to be enjoyed. And there's lots of freedom to expand yourself during this time while everything's still confusing while this this country's low and vulnerable act now start going hard now because it's going to pay off when the world is normal again that's exactly what i feel like this energy is representing like like i said earlier whatever you visualize whatever you realize go ahead and bring it to life in 2021 Every one of you who's listening to this has some sort of talent. Go ahead and use it. Make sure you're, if you're in school, make sure you're in the right major that you want to do for a living. Make sure that what you're doing is aligned with your happiness. Everything you're doing is not going to be this exciting thing, but just make sure it's moving you closer to where you want to be. And get rid of anything that's not serving you. Get rid of any extra baggage because in order to have freedom and spread your wings and fly, you have to get rid of unnecessary weight. So, like I said, go ahead and pack light. No, hold on. I didn't hit that note. Pack light. Okay, I'm getting tired now. I can tell because I'm being goofy. Okay, let me just go ahead and wrap this up, though. In 2021, we are focusing on expansion. We are focusing on introducing positive changes into our life, staying healthy, keeping your immune system high, going out into nature, speaking to yourself in a loving manner, appreciating the people that you love while they're here because remember, life is unpredictable. So go ahead and treat each day like it's sacred. Put yourself on a schedule so that you can't be distracted. Lay a solid foundation for your future. We are building our future selves with every waking moment, with every action we make, every project we start. We are deciding 
who we are and who we will be. So keep that in mind. Get ready to be flexible because things will start changing at a rapid pace. As we saw with 2020, anything can happen. Be flexible, be ready. And just be optimistic, okay? I know it seems like the world is ending, and in a way it is, but not in the way you think. It's not like we're about to all explode at once. The structures that were in place are not good. It's not something that we should be following. There's lots of negative influences on our consciousness. The universe and God and spirit guides and just beings, divine beings in another realm, they see what's happening on planet Earth. They see what our collective experience and individual experience is. And, you know, they know that something's wrong. They want the best for us. They want better for us. You have help on the other side to be the best you can be and to make it through this alive. Just stay safe, stay protected, stay smart. Lay the foundation for your goals. Go hard. Rest and recharge, take care of your health, take care of your mind, take care of each other. In love, express yourself, have fun. That's what I think 2021 is about. For me, it's a personal four-year. And we already discussed the energy of four. It's that, you know, practical application of knowledge after you visualize. So it's like manifestation. It really is like a manifestation year. Oh, and, oh, sorry, okay, sorry. It's a manifestation year. Um, I've done a lot of visualizing, a lot of journaling, a lot of knowing what it is I need to let go of, a lot of understanding what it is I want to invite into my life. There's major changes happening. I will be moving soon to a new city and I want to expand myself creatively in this new city and I want to connect with whatever audiences tuning into my podcast I definitely want to connect with y'all I want to have more episodes I want to just go ahead and take off with this I have a microphone on the way I last semester I took a class on podcasting so I know the technical aspects to it I know what needs to be done, and I want to do it. I want to expand not only with the podcast, but with the business, with the relationship I have with myself and God, my spirituality. You know, I just want to be more responsible in all that I do, be responsible with my health, be responsible in relationships, you know, protect my energy. Because I understand I'm an empath, and I've been a people pleaser, And it's so serious and so vital to protect my energy because empaths are needed. We are definitely needed in society, especially at a time like this. I want to be able to help people and understand how to help myself, you know, get things squared away, get my body on a good schedule and routine. As I said earlier, get rid of anything useless and distracting. 
get prepared for new growth and transformations, heal myself in body, mind, and spirit, merge with my higher self, maintain, keep my head up. That's what I, that's what I'm going to do for 2021. I'm going to apply the lessons. I'm going to expand myself. I'm going to use my voice. I'm going to use my mind. I'm going to use my God-given talents. And I'm going to make the most of this. And I'm not letting this crazy country determine my mental state. I will not let them govern my mental. I will be the president of my own life. And I know where to turn to for sanctuary through all of these chaotic times. So, I hope that was somewhat informative for someone. I hope that you understood that the events of 2020 was not just some random thing. Like, this was, it's definitely a story that's unfolding for all of us. It's a very intricate story that we have the privilege of being a part of. And I really want us to survive this and come out stronger than we've ever been before. I want us to come out of here with elevated consciousness and more self-awareness, self-transformation for a good cause. Like, I want us to come out of here doing what we love, knowing who we are, healthier than we've ever been before, and just ready to love. I feel like I can definitely see us coming out of this just so excited to hug each other. Like, I really want to see us in crowds through the street, just like the hippies, just peace and love, y'all. We finally freed ourselves. We're finally free from this virus. And we can appreciate being around humans again. But in the meantime, play the game, play smart, enjoy your life, fill yourself with positivity, tune out of the news if you need to because this is all psychological operation against humanity i'm very pro humanity and pro progression i want us to evolve i don't want to keep us low and i don't want y'all to be low either so get rid of anything that keeps you low okay and just get ready for a hopefully exciting year okay i love y'all to whoever tuned into this long ass video i got more coming I definitely want to, you know, elevate this. I think it's time to definitely take this serious now. And, yeah. Have a great day. Great night. Tuning out. Peace.